Hello and welcome to this GBM Media Podcast. You're about to hear Serving Today, a programme for pastors and church leaders. If you're involved in any form of Bible teaching, be that one-to-one or in small or larger groups, Serving Today will be relevant for you. Welcome to Serving Today, the programme for those leading in the Church of Christ. I'm Andrew Cook. It's great to be with you again. Domestic violence, we hear more from Pastor Conrad Mbewe about this difficult topic. We're taking a short break from our series on Ephesians to think about domestic violence. Last time, here on Serving Today, in an interview with Pastor Conrad Mbewe from Zambia, we were reminded of the biblical principles of male and female roles from creation and from the famous passage in Ephesians chapter 5. So let's now hear more from Conrad Mbewe. How would you respond to the question which apparently has been put in a seminar in South Africa with some, I think it was African pastors, to the comment, shouldn't I beat my wife as she needs to obey me, or or statements like that? Yes, I can understand where it's coming from. It's a culture that reads subjugation through not just violence, that's the extreme end of it, but through external pressure. And therefore, the strong takes advantage of the weak. And in that sense, when you look into society generally in Africa, you don't just see it between husband and wife. You see it between parents and children, where spanking goes beyond its biblical limits. And it literally becomes the abuse of children. You have it happening between parents and children. Then you have it between the rulers and the ruled in society generally. And that's one reason why you end up with African rulers destroying the people under them just so they can remain in their offices until death takes them. Well, if you take all that environment and now bring it into the context of the home, you are not surprised that a man should respond to a a question in a public forum and saying, you know, how will my wife obey me if I don't beat her? Uh, We see it in the children, we see it with uh, police literally every week or every month coming into a context of people protesting and just beating them up into obedience. So they tend to see the same thing with respect to the marriage context. I was almost going to add that you see similar fear even in the church context where the pastors are seen as up there and when they come in, everybody sort of scampering for cover out of fear for them. But that's not the biblical position. The biblical position is best seen from the angle of love, a love that is firm, but a love that wins. And especially when you think in terms of how God 
makes the wife to be a suitable helper and one that has been taken from a man's rib rather than a bone in his foot, you're already seeing quite some pictures there of affection, of love, of an equal partner that you are working with and so forth. And really the role of the woman, the right word there is one of submission rather than obedience. Now, I know those can be words that can be used interchangeably, but I love to think of submission the way in which a vine curls itself around the pole. It's its own nature. What God has put into it is what is coming out. Whereas when you're thinking of, in terms of obedience, you're thinking more in terms of just commands. Do this and, and you do it. Whereas a wife is a partner, her personality intertwines with the husband so as to be supportive to what the husband is doing. So you don't come home and the wife is scampering for cover. You know, the husband has come. But her warmth comes through because she's come to know who you are, the, the gifts that God has given you, the, the purpose for which you're living, and she's intertwining her life with yours to support you. That's a lovely picture of the wife and, and of her submission. And conversely, how would you describe the husband's role in that relationship? Yes, I have mentioned before the phrase discipling. It's what Jesus does to his church. We are saved, yes. We come into the relationship with him as our bridegroom. But we come in with a lot of baggage. And what the Lord Jesus Christ does by his word and his spirit is to sanctify us, to make us more and more yielding to his will. Now, granted, there are painful portions in our lives as he is dealing with us. But you can't miss the fact that this is not about being beaten on the head until I yield, but it is truth that is mediated to us by his spirit that enables us to be won over to him. We are saying, I want to walk with Jesus Christ all the days that I live of this life on earth. And that's the role that a husband plays. Consequently, it's not something you achieve through a day's beating so that the wife now is afraid. It is what you achieve in the long haul as you are with her around the word, praying together through it, showing God's purpose for your lives together. And also, where as a husband, by your example, you are showing brokenness in your own failures. You are showing repentance. You are apologizing when you do wrong. And so you are a role model to her rather than, as we've said before, just beating her up. Music.
How do you advise pastors if there's a situation in their church where there is domestic violence going on? Obviously, there's this cultural issue of, of the pastor being this sort of very powerful leader. How do you advise pastors to try and deal with this from a, a pastoral perspective? Yes, well, first of all, your own example as a church pastor needs to be one that is speaking to the rest of the congregation of the example of Christ. Because it's the ambience ultimately that gives you legitimacy to then deal with a situation in a home that is the exact opposite. If, first of all, your own attitude in the context of the church is one of a bully, and then your own domestic situation seems to be showing a similar attitude from you towards your wife and children, clearly you've shot yourself in the foot in going into another home and saying this is biblically wrong, you need to amend your ways. So that's where we need to start from. How is God dealing with me as his child? How, how am I showing that in the context of the church and in the context of my own marriage? Now, when that is evident to the congregation, in fact, it becomes easier because then the wife that is suffering abuse will often already be confiding in your wife as a church pastor that, look, this is what I'm going through. How come your husband seems to relate to you differently? That word will most likely find its way to you as, as a pastor. In our own context, what we have done is we, we've shared out the membership between all the elders so that each elder then visits a section of his congregation fairly regularly. And that's helpful because what it means is that even if word comes to me, I'm not necessarily the one who's going to go on into that situation. I will whisper to my fellow elder to say, well, look, you know, that family that's under you, you better quickly move in and help. And we generally tend to cover three areas in those visits. One is just how individuals are doing spiritually, but the second is how they are doing as a family. And that's a good opportunity to deal with some of these issues because they have arisen. We deal with them in premarital counseling because they, one of the areas we really concentrate on is that of problem solving. How do you handle issues of conflict in the marriage? So we, we work on that. And then six months after the wedding, we call the couple back and we say, okay, how have you been dealing with this? And then 18 months after the wedding, which is a year and a half, we again call them back and we say, how are you dealing with all these areas, including problem solving? And we're hoping that by that time, they will speak in terms of, yeah, we had very serious issues here. And this is the way, you know, we, we handled it. I remember one particular case of a lady who, who just said, you know, my husband has a very bad temper. <laughs> 
And you could see the body language from the husband that he feels as though, yeah, the beans have been spilled, you see. And so we're able to handle that in that kind of context. But again, it's because the testimony of the pastor, the testimony of the elders speaks differently. So the person who is justifying violence because of culture has an uphill battle to convince the elder because we're in the same culture. And clearly the Bible doesn't support it. The example of the church leaders doesn't support it. That certainly needs needs to change. Mm. Sounds like they, there needs to be some good teaching on, on passages like Philippians 2, for example. Yes, that's a very good example too concerning the, the example of our Lord Jesus Christ, yes. Once again, we're grateful to Conrad Mbewe for sharing his pastoral wisdom on domestic violence. We look forward to hearing the concluding part of this interview in our next programme here on Serving Today. So until then, this is Andrew Cook saying goodbye and may God bless you in your service for Christ. That was Serving Today, a podcast from the Grace Baptist Mission radio team. To get in touch, you can email us. The address is servingtoday at gbm.org.uk or find us on Twitter at servingtodaygbm. You can also search our back catalogue from our webpage www.gbm.org.uk forward slash radio. Thanks for listening and goodbye.